WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. You're listening to WBEZ. In his latest book, historian and Morning Edition host Steve Inskeep offers a fresh take on President Abraham Lincoln, specifically how Lincoln was able to navigate the political division of the mid-19th century and how disagreements with his peers shaped Lincoln's legacy. The book is entitled Differ We Must, How Lincoln Succeeded in a Divided America, and Steve Inskeep joins me now to talk about it. Hi, Steve. Hi there. You said historian, and I wanted to look around your studio here to see who you were talking about, but thank you. Oh, well, so glad you're here. All right. Many, many books have been written about President Lincoln, but your book offers new insights on who he was as a leader and a political strategist. So tell us how you approach the research on this. The way that I ended up focusing this book was to try to tell his life story, and it is a very famous life story, through 16 meetings he had with people who differed with him, who disagreed with him, which... uh, I thought would help illuminate America because it's people of different genders, different races, different backgrounds, different classes. Trying to find these meetings, I would like to think, led me to material that at least was new to me. Right. There are very famous encounters in here, but also less famous people that Lincoln had some really interesting interactions with along the way. You talk a little bit in your book about the mid-19th century as a period of significant technological advancement, and you've got the impact of technology on our politics. You've got the Telegraph, the railroad, and newspapers all like slamming together here. How was Lincoln able to harness the influence of this new technology? Oh, I love that you bring this up because I feel it's one of the parallels with our time. Um, I mean, it wasn't exactly the same as the Internet, but really railroads were moving newspapers faster from city to city. The Telegraph moved information instantaneously, and that meant that people had an accelerating news cycle, and they were forced to confront their differences. And Lincoln had to struggle with that. But In that time of accelerating tension and accelerating news, he tried to keep his eye on the long term. Mm -hmm. He didn't necessarily answer every insult, and he got a lot of them. He uh, didn't attack every potential enemy. And in fact, he would reach across to the other side, even to somebody he believed to be profoundly morally wrong, and see if there was something they could work with. Because, like now, even somebody who was wrong still had a vote, and so they had power, and he had to confront that. You've got chapters here, stories about really well-known figures yeah. in, in Lincoln's past. You've got Steve, a chapter on Stephen Douglas. You've got a chapter on his wife, Mary Todd Lincoln. You've got a chapter on Frederick Douglass. But is there a story in here that a lot of people don't know about that you really liked? Mary Ellen Wise was a woman who said, it's hard to verify any part of her story, said that she came from my home state of Indiana and was a teenager at the beginning of the Civil War and cut off her hair and put on men's clothes and enlisted in the Union Army and fought in battles. That was the story she told. Hard to verify it all, but there's no doubt that she was found at least once or twice in war zones in the South in uniform. And it's also true Apparently that a number of women, possibly hundreds of women, did this, joined up for the Union or the Confederate cause. Um, She went to the White House to meet the president of the United States and said, I fought for the Union Army, I was wounded, and I'm having trouble getting my back pay. Will you help me? Lincoln wrote her a note saying, pay this woman, and if it turns out to be improper, I'll cover the difference myself. And 
he also seems to have given his blessing to allow a newspaper story to be published about this encounter, uh, the source for which was a former congressman and friend of his who was in the room at the time. So Lincoln was, in this wild way, I mean, reaching out to someone who relates to a lot of the debates we have today. She's challenging gender roles. She's wanting to do something that was not allowed in her time. She's pretending to be a man. Um, and, and he is basically saying, I'm okay with that because what I want, it's the middle of the war. What I want is soldiers to fight for the union. I want him from anywhere. They're drafting people. He's done the Emancipation Proclamation. He's welcoming black men into the army. And a woman showed up and said, I, too, have fought for my country. And he said, great, pay her. Looking at the current political climate, uh, what do you think we can glean from how Lincoln conducted himself? Well, I want to remember that Lincoln was a coalition builder. The party that he was the first president of, the Republican Party, was a coalition of disparate groups with different views of slavery and every other issue that united because they had approximately the same view of slavery and could unite at least on that. But it was a fractious group of people. And because they united, they won. We're now approaching an election year where it seems very clear to me that the side that can build the broader coalition is very likely to win. I'll give you two examples of that, one on each side, one for each party. Democrats are likely to lose their Senate majority unless they can perform very well in a number of red states, more conservative states that voted for Donald Trump at least once, if not twice already. That will require them reaching out in coalition. Republicans have very grim chances of winning the presidency or uh, keeping their majority in the House of Representatives unless they do well in suburban areas that were Republican until 20 or 30 or even five years ago. Um, and they need to somehow persuade people in those suburban areas that they're not too chaotic and not too extreme. They will need to reach out and broaden their coalition to improve their chances. Steve Inskeep is an author, historian, and the host of NPR's Morning Edition, and his latest book is called Differ We Must, How Lincoln Succeeded in a Divided America. Thank you so much, Steve. Oh, you're welcome. This was fun. You're listening to WBEZ.